Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 354, meaning we're reading Job 18 and 19, and then Revelation chapter 9 and 10. First, let's head into the book of Job. Since Job brought up the matter of death and the grave, Bildad decided to elaborate on the subject. He painted some vivid pictures of death of the wicked. It's like a light put out. For the lost sinner, death does indeed mean darkness, but not for those who have faith in Christ. He declared it was like an animal trapped. The wicked man tries to run away, but the path is filled with devices to catch him. Bildan named six different kinds of traps, but it takes only one to trap the wicked. It's like a criminal pursued. As he tries to escape the king of terrors, the criminal runs, falls down, gets weary and finally is caught. And it's like a tree rooted up. The tree seemed strong and solid, but the roots were already dry and death could easily pull the tree up. People even forget that the tree was once there, such as what it means, the death of the wicked. As we move into chapter 19, we see that their harsh words tormented him, broke him and reproached him when they were meant to comfort him. Why should they go on? After all, it was not their sin that God was punishing, but Job's sin, and they were only making matters worse. Why should one sinner receive so much punishment? Bildad's description of death was in fact a description of Job's life. You see, those closest to him stayed furthest from him, and those should have shown him respect only ended up mocking him with their so-called advice. Job was a lonely man crying out for pity, but nobody answered. You see, that's the lesson that we get from these two chapters, is that we need to ask God to help us to be sensitive to the cries of those who will hurt us, no matter what others may do to us. It's difficult, isn't it, as we think about how people respond to our ministry, our life, our faith, and knowing that some will really not like it and even give us some fairly negative and bad advice. Yet, like Job, we need to seek God and God's help to be able to remain faithful even when those around us don't get it and don't want to get it. Well, anyway, we continue in our daily reading into Revelation 9. We're actually in between kind of two sections from yesterday and today. In Revelation 9, we learn about a voice from the altar. God has legions ready to be released at the right time and torment will be replaced by death. Men have wanted to die, so God will send his servants to the job. One third of mankind will be killed, which means that half of the world's population is now dead. The world must make a choice life or death, Jesus or against Jesus. Then we head into chapter 10 and we see the voice of the thunders. We do not know what the angel shouted or what the seven thunders uttered, but God has given sufficient truth in his word for salvation and godly living, so we must not crave to know every single hidden thing. We see the voice of the angel. The angel said there will be delay no longer. What joy this statement will bring to the martyrs and to those who declare to God, How long, O God, shall we continue in this suffering? And then we have the voice of the apostle. God still needed John to declare his message to the people. No angel could take his place. But to share God's message, we must take the word, receive it inwardly, and then become part of us. It flows through us, so it then goes out of us and is declared to the nations. 
You see, in all of these voices, there's one clear voice at the end of it. The voice of the believer in Christ declaring the truth of Jesus Christ so that many a man and woman and child would come to know Jesus as their saviour. Even at the very end of all the age of this time that we know, God will still give that opportunity for the gospel to be preached. And we do pray that many would come to know Jesus when they hear the gospel. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you that as we look at Job, we can see what friends with ulterior motives and wrong agendas can do to us. Father, we pray that you help us be gracious and kind toward them. And Father, we pray that we will be loving in our response to always ensure that the gospel message is preached. Father, we pray this in your name. Amen.